Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the post-match show after Liverpool 4, Fulham 3. What of a game. I don't think any of us saw that coming. Well, maybe they did. We'll find out now. I've got Lizzie Dunn, I've got Damian Cavana, and I've got Sean O'Donnell. And Lizzie, start with you. Like... I thought, nice quiet 2-0 today will do us. The Reds had other ideas. Yeah, yeah, it was very far from it. I think for me, when you said, I don't know if anyone saw it coming, I think at 2-2, I was getting a bit weary. I was thinking, like, what's happening here? I couldn't see where, where it was coming th- from. Then when we went 3-2 down, I thought, oh, here we go again. Still with Liverpool, I never think we're going to lose them. So I thought we could claw it back at least for a draw, but to finish it in the way that we did. And by the way, today, seems like we only score worldies. I would have just loved to tap in, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I would have just loved to tap in today, but everyone took it upon themselves to score an absolute worldie. Do you know what? Wasn't a great performance by any stretch, but I tell you what, it was, it was great to be at the game. I mean, I felt alive when that fourth <laughs> went in, Dave, you know? Oh. And if that's what we're in it for, I honestly, I was with Ash, who does our video stuff, and it yeah. jumped up and... Give him a big, big hug and then I felt a bit dizzy and I must have gone up too quick there. <laughs> it was some, some feeling. It was, yeah, you know, winning the league's not easy, you know, John. It's not at all. Uh, oh, it's really, I mean, you, you come out sort of smiling and we've had great entertainment this afternoon. When quite, quite honestly, we didn't deserve great entertainment today. We deserve to just come out and just be better than them and win 3-0, win 2-1, whatever it was. And even at, when, it, when it was 2-1, it was almost like, what how on earth is... Are they still in the game here? We were really poor. Really poor first half. One of the beauties, I think, about being a manager is if you can win and it doesn't go well, you've really got an opportunity to really lay into them. And it's not, you're not just picking on them because they lost. You're picking on them because of the standards. And I thought Liverpool were pedestrian today. I thought there was a, so many occasions where something that looked like it was going to be a great ball was intercepted too easy. That's great credit to Fulham here. So we're going to moan about Liverpool's high standards and Liverpool not meeting them. 10 out of 10 to Fulham but I don't think it's like Fulham's best performance of the season I don't think they were straining and they were sweating they just played steady and it was enough I think uh, the substitutions I couldn't believe Gravenberg had stayed on he looked out on his feet and it, I think he's a fantastic player but the great thing about being us is you're never out of it are you you know when we have got options and you know and the, and the belief you say you know we go 3-2 down and most teams say oh you know it's not our day and, and whatever we're at Anfield Let's have it. And we, and we had enough quality. So we've really got away with one there. And it remind, reminds me, think about 4 3 coming out the game. We got 4 3 in Brendan's season against Swansea in a game that wasn't good enough. And we had one against Palace yeah. when they had like the 16th choice goalie. He was about my age and my height. <laughs> and, we, and we just about got away with it. Do you know what I mean? And, and the team can go on. So I think, I hope the coaching staff and the players are honest enough with each other to say, right, okay, listen, we didn't deserve the three points. There's other occasions today when other occasions this season when we have deserved three points, but that is not good enough. And if that had happened against pretty much most teams in the Premier League today, it'd have been a loss. So we've, we've got away with it today, and I'm very thankful for it. I mean, Magnus tastes great. How's <laughs> <laughs> he gonna stay short? It tastes absolutely fantastic. <laughs> but that's what it feels like when you do get a last-minute winner. Dave, you can say we didn't deserve it, and you know what? He's probably right, but. 
I'm just thinking City are on now, they're playing at home, and I'm just thinking of them all in the pubs having a pipe before go, fucking scouses are gonna drop points here, and then fucking they're gonna taste like shite all of a sudden. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. Do you know what? I, like, I, I know what you're saying, Damien. I think it might be a little bit harsh on them because, of course, we always had the firepower, like it was evident, weren't it? Like, it, in that first half, it just looked like we could cut through them at will, and that was probably the most frustrating thing because it looked like we could just do it. They weren't doing it, do you know what I mean? No, I agree with you, and wholeheartedly. That's why I was saying earlier, 2 1, you're like looking at how are they still in the game here because we're quite clearly better than them if we can be asked. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think fatigue's any, any excuse or whatever. So I have been a bit harsh, and I'm not usually very harsh. I am, and, and I've been deliberately harsh when we've won. Yeah, no, Do you know no, what I mean? You, you know, you know, and that's the best time to be harsh. Yeah. To be fair, I went down on uh, the 44th minutes, so I missed the mad nine minutes of uh, injury time uh. in the second half. So uh, we look great. <laughs> but I'm listening to force. Like the best, the best thing today about today was just like all the little stories that formed the force. Endo, you know, I thought he's brilliant when he come on. What a goal that is! He's does it. He's he's looked like he's needed the goal for a while. McAllister's looked like he's needed the goal for a while. What a goal that is! What a story that's for him. And then obviously the main man Trent. I mean, he just reaffirmed himself as the big dog now, hasn't he? So that's what he is. That that celebration, I thought that was to the City fans. So I'm a bit wounded that he's done it to our fans as well now. I think he's doing it to his general detractors. Yeah, really, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm fuming about the most. Under Armour for paying him so much money to make him not wear Preds because now that he's wore Preds, he's like ears like Zidane now. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like why, why has he not been wearing Preds for this whole thing? So, but no, listen, how can you be disappointed with that? I've been calling out for more sorts of routine wins at home, and I think we all have last season, especially. Yeah. Just want a routine win, but I tell you what, we'll have one of them every now and then, won't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're forward to going to have an off day, Lizzie, then the rest of the team having a goal of the season competition is, is quite something, and that's yeah. what we saw today. Four absolute belters. Yeah, they were all brilliant, and I'm really liking, like, I know we're talk- everyone keeps talking constantly about Trent and the eventual, Trent and the eventual, but what we're really seeing is him getting his freaking shooting boots on, and I'm loving it because that fella can hit a ball better than anyone. And I'm, I'm loving seeing him progress further forward because, do you know what, teams are terrified when he takes a shot on. Absolutely terrified. Some of the positions he's getting in. Like, when you're forwards and having an off day and Trent's just floating about there on the edge of the box, it's great. And... Yeah, you know what, it's very rare that I'd sit here and say like Salah has a poor game for his standards, but probably right. Nunes should have buried it. He hits the post, I think, for the fifth time, I think, this season. I think it's five. That, 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 by the way, was probably one of the best moments of my life. When he goes through and he hits that ball, it looked like, have you seen, like, it was like a moment from a film or something. Oh, the yeah. whole ground shakes. I thought the actual goal was going to end up in the cop. That's how uh, hard he is. It was it, mad. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what's so good about this season is that for time and time and time again, people were moaning, even though we had a boss front three. Oh, we've got no goals from midfield. Oh, we've got no goals other than from the front three. Whereas now we've got lads stepping up from all over the place. Listen, Endo, what a fella. What a fella coming on and scoring a goal like that to get it to 3-3. Unbelievable. Alexis McCallis said, I feel like more than anyone actually on that pitch today, that goal will mean more to him. And I feel like that will just give him the confidence he needs because I thought he played excellent against City. I really thought it was his best game yet. People have been doubting him in, in, in this position in the six. However, that goal will do him the world of good. And I hope, he just take, I hope they all just take this now and run with the momentum that they've yeah. got. Yeah. Yeah, you want to take the momentum, Damien. But like you said before, you want to take the warnings with it as well. You know, listen, if you drop the intensity, then teams will hurt you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you might not think Fulham are great, but they're a Premier League team. They've got some good players. So remember that. But also remember just how good you are and yeah. how you can make stuff happen. How, how much you know how you can fight till the end how you can win in yeah. any situation so taking the positives but not I guess forgetting oh, no what happens yeah no question yeah so that's why I'm saying if you bollock them when they win because they have got to win 
they have got the points. We're still right up at the top of the league. We are you know, in a position where we needed snookers and we got them. You know, and, and you knew it was coming as well, didn't you? You know what I mean? At three, once the equaliser goes in, you know the winner's going in. You know, so there's loads, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's loads to take from it. Completely, you know. So I think it, it's probably a good day for the co- better day for the coaches than it was for the players. You know what I mean? In in, in that regard. So, and beyond delighted about the winning. You know, it, this is what we're in it for, isn't it? So we, you know, it's exciting stuff and that. I think. Um, one of the one of the things I'd like to talk about, just not not labour the points, but I'm a really big fan of Gakpo, and when he came on today, the cuteness uh, of him needed it. And if, it, if the ball exactly because the ball wasn't sticking properly and it wasn't, but that lad, if it, if it's played to him, he keeps hold of it, and, when, and he slides someone in properly, and he got fouled a few times, and yeah, he's, yeah, you know, yeah. he didn't, you know, booking fouls, you know yeah. what I mean? But it didn't half make a difference. I think he's been very unlucky this season not to get more starts. I think it, it, like a. Very unassuming number nine of a player, but you're just behind that, you know, where Nunes was. I, I thought he made a big difference. And I'd also like to give a shout out to the Greek scouser who I thought stuck to the task yeah. very well. Yeah. And with a runner games is showing his value as a good deputy. No more, no less. But that, you know, that's all it is. And I think players like that, but another thing I'd be, I'd be thinking about, so I'm just, obviously, just, uh, I thought of Andy while I was in the ground before, you know, thinking about how, how Cueven was doing. He's just got to write that one off today. You know, if you you know, if you say Alison might have saved the first one, Alison, my sister's best mate from when she went to school, would have saved the second <laughs> fucking one. Alison from the yeah, Alice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you just got to just got to have a day like that. You just got to have a day like that, and you got to you know say and say previously to that that lad won the league cup. Previous to that, that lad was had a great contribution. And the other night, he was saving all the shots that he should save, and saving some of them that you know you, you were worried at the start. So it's just one of those things. He's got to be philosophical and rejoice of the quality and the guns that we've got, and the players that we've got, and say you know it, it proves beyond anything that we're not the finished article anywhere near it, but we're so dangerous. We've always got a puncher's chance, a genuine puncher's chance in any game we play. Damien made the points on Gakpo there, and I thought. Both Gakpo and Endo just come on and were just sensible in a, in a game where there wasn't loads of that. Do you know what I mean? And, and Endo gets the goal, but apart from that, I think he's, he's great. But what they both did, like Damien says, we just get the ball and, and pass it to a red shirt. And that sounds quite basic, but yeah. there was a lot of not that going on at the time. Like, especially, I thought, you know, Granberg and with Damien, I couldn't believe he lasted as long as he did. He, he was yeah. giving it away every time he got it uh, towards the end of all the forwards. We're off and, and wasteful. Like Damien says, those slide balls not quite working. And I thought, I don't know what was going on with Curtis Jones. Maybe he's not quite right at the yeah. moment, but he's, he's another one of you thought he'll just come on and, and just pass the ball and keep the ball. But the two who do come on, Endo and Gakpo, I know they're not the only yeah. subs, but them two who come on, just just sensible was what was needed. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, to be honest. It's funny when um, when uh, Shouting him there. When, when Gomez is uh, getting stripped at the side, I was like, oh, what's going on here? What's he going to do here? And then when, it, when we see that Trent's going into midfield, you're like, wow, he's actually doing it. He's actually going for it. I think that's the first time he's done it for, for in, my, in my memory. And to put him in midfield just with Gravenberch, I feel like that was probably giving him a bit of a hospital pass there. Because Gravenberch was dead on his feet. You know, you've said it, Damien. You've just said it there, John. He did just look knackered. And he's been brilliant for us. You know, we changed the game at Man City last week. Thought he was good first half today as well. But he did just run out of steam. And I think to, to go Trent's in midfield first game, 
playing them just next to a tire Gravenberg just probably you know at the time I was thinking oh you know the narrative is going to be Trent's going to midfield and we've got Beast and I was thinking oh that's the last thing you want and obviously what goes on to happen is the complete opposite but yeah Endo, Endo coming on just sitting next to him just makes everything just make, make a lot more sense is what I thought he just got the ball he played the nice that's one of his best qualities by the way yeah, getting yeah, it on yeah. the turn and getting it forward and like Gakpo as well that's what I was thinking about Gakpo because it was a bit like basketball all of our games are like basketball at home where they go up and then all of a sudden we just run at you like like nothing you've ever seen and I think Gakpo's perfect for that because he, he can just glide with it there was a few times where Salah got the ball and he was in Gakpo's way or someone would be in Gakpo's way and they just get out his way because you know he can just run with it and steam for it so I think yeah you're right I think um, good day for the coaching staff is what I'd say maybe just uh, don't leave Trent on his own and grab him bitch <laughs> but it's nice that we've got the players of that quality Lizzie to bring on and you know, there's been times where we've having that in the past of maybe good starting eleven, but the bench hasn't been sort of quite there where it is now. You know, I was made up with the team, so I'm not going to be like Billy Hindsight or anything. I was made up with the first team, but you know, some players, you know, we mentioned none of the forwards were, were particularly great. Actually, but Diaz is probably the poorest, but yeah, because because um, Salah and, and Nunes are maybe a bit more eye catching. You know, they, they probably get more criticism. And I thought actually Diaz was the was the poorest if the three. You know, Gravenberg doesn't doesn't sort of. You know, played play that well today. I didn't think suppose that was great. Obviously, he gets taken off, so the manager seems to agree with them. But so that's fine. The good players who, who don't have a good day, but if you've got good players who come off the bench, they're not all going to be blow par. You know, some of them are going to make an interest, and they did. So what happened? Space. Someone scored. I assume it's space because no one in here likes Man City. Son, son loves the goal. So. Spoiler alert for the Anfield rap. <laughs> Someone scored between Man City and Tottenham and I'd like everyone to guess who it was. But yeah, back to, back to our Good lads. On the yeah, bench. Back to our lads. Um, this game sounds like I'm name dropping now, but I was absolutely buzzing with it, right? Swap seats today. And I was sat. The, you know, the road behind the bench. So I, I, was, I was panicking, thinking, I don't know how much I've watched this game so I was watching everyone else and listening. <laughs> but what I will say, because we're talking about the bench, it was... Honestly, it's fascinating, by the way, sitting there and listening to Jürgen and listening to all the coaches. And there was a point where so he, he calls Gomez on, and I'm like, right, I think that's a good shout there. And when he didn't take Trent off, of course, okay, yeah, I'm all right with that. Maybe goes a bit more of a flat back four. I expected Endo to come at that, on at that point, and he didn't, and he brought Gakpo on, and I was like, right, so our midfield essentially Gakpo, Trent, Gravenberg. I was a bit. So then he calls Endo on. Everyone knows this because it's literally on the telly. But what you said about Curtis Jones not being right. When he called Endo on, Curtis started stripping. Oh, did he? And, yeah. and he, he got told no, and he was absolutely livid. Because I think he must have been watching that and thinking, I can get on there and I can keep hold of that ball. But he wanted Endo on and not Curtis Jones. But it was just a boss experience being sat there and listening to it all and kind of like, why have they done what they've done? And there was one or two things where I was like, oh, don't know if it's right. And then I was like, well, that's why I'm sat here and you're, you're sat there, do you know what I mean? But the players who came off the bench done a, done a cracking job today. And you know what? I think Endo's done really well, to be honest. I, I hold my hands up. I doubted him when he first came in. I was like, he, he's, too, he's, not, he's too far off the pace and he can't keep up with the game. What I like is that he just does the simple things, do you know what I mean? And like you said, gets hold of the ball, keeps hold of the ball, moves the ball. That's it. That's all he had to do today, and he done it well. And he fairly he changed it when we come on because, like I say, with Gravenberg and Trent and Gakpo, no, like Gakpo's great, but he's not out that midfielder. They were cutting right through us, and honestly, the changes made the difference today. And it's great to have a squad where we've got Curtis Jones on news, 
got Harvey Elliott unused and you've got players coming off absolutely livid at their performance as well. That's what I want to see. Yeah, City have scored. Neil Atkinson here after every game on the Anfield Wrap we do a post-match show sometimes I call it the pink because I'm a little bit irresponsible it's often hosted by John it's occasionally hosted by me it is the sound of the match absolutely coming at you as quickly as possible after the final whistle that a pleasure to do wherever we find ourselves whichever pub we're in if it's the Glenbrook by the ground or it's God knows where in the middle of the city or occasionally even on the road it is a pleasure to be able to do the post-match show every 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 single game and reflect that action back to you sign up now to the Anfield Rap the Anfieldrap.com or any other place uh, that you know that we do this sort of thing uh, every single game the immediate post-match reaction that you want with the Anfield Rap on end though what I think he's shown Damien is his leadership you know and he's Jeffo. like Lizzie I wasn't sure when we got him you know who's this, who's this guy he's come in you know not a great deal of money. You think he's 29. If he was that good, he'd be at a big club for sort of before. But he's showing us more week after week. And what he, I thought he showed today was the reason why he's captain of his national team. And this is Japan on a good side. He showed that in the World Cup. You know, he showed that in, in all the international tournaments. They always play well. And, 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 and you know, the, he's captain of them. So you think, well, must have, you know, quite a bit about him for the, you know, leadership. And he, and he saw that when he come on. You know, not just the goal, although it's a brilliant, but to have the confidence to, to hit a ball, I love that he just passed it into the top corner, didn't he? he was he did pass it, yeah. But, yeah. He, but he's uh, everything about him, and we see him more and more. And that does take a little bit of time because listen, you're not going to go in, especially with it's, you know international players everywhere, captains everywhere to go right. You know, <laughs> start bossing people about, are you? Do you know what I mean? He's but he's he's growing in authority all the time, and to come on and, and give that sort of performance shows what he's about as a person. Oh yeah, I mean, captain of his country. I think he explained that really well. They always do well in the tournament, so he's got something in there. He brings something completely different to anybody else that we've got in the squad. There isn't a, you know, okay, so we've got Batichic, possibly, maybe, but he's, he's not yeah. available and he might grow into it. He just comes, and I don't, know, I don't know an awful lot about him, but he comes across to me as one of those lads where he comes in the changes and everyone else just looks at him and goes, he's been around this fella. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's on about. He doesn't want to shout. He doesn't want to do nothing. It's classy, man. He's just one of the, you know one of those felt you know he doesn't take the piss out of no one, doesn't overstate himself, yeah. just does the job. That's it. And if any game was needed for that today, it was that one. Was it? There's been games in the past. I can understand, for example, Liverpool not starting in the middle of a lot of games because we're gonna have a lot of the ball. Yeah. So you're gonna want someone like McAllister, who I thought was the best of the midfield three in the first half. The other two weren't in the game. But he was winning his tackles and he was looking for it. And the goal aside, and what a wonderful goal it was, by the way. It was, well, I don't know, stupendous, <laughs> unbelievable, fantastic. You know, it's just, you know, just as it comes to me, just like, as soon as he hits it, you just go, my God, everyone's jumping all over the place. But it, it, and, it says a lot about the other goals, by the way, that it's taken us that long to get to yeah, that, yeah, that strike. It does, yeah, it does, yeah. But what Enzo brought it, uh, and maybe if he had started the game, he wouldn't have had the impact that he did. But because it was, because it was a bit chaotic, because we didn't control the game. This is the kind of guy who controls the game, who knows tactically about. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to run down the left wing. I'm not going to do this. I hold it here. My job is to win it. My job is to give it. My job is to make sure that the good players around me are the best of themselves. He brought all that today, and I. I he's, he's, I love the bones of him. 
I've probably seen him for about 100 minutes, you know, in the league or whatever. Combined, I don't even think he's had that many that many minutes in the league. But I'm very pleased with him. And I, I think he's an astute signing. Where we've spent, in today's terms, we've spent 10 bob on, yeah. and we'll get it back. Damien, I've got a song written on my phone now, right? Go to on. the tune of Waterloo. I'll, I'll teach you it after. I can't wait to get it out. And I can't I'll sing it with you. Down. I'll sing it with you if you want. Leave it to the end. You can have it now, you like it. Don't remind me putting this pink out for free, just remember. <laughs> um, so we'll get yeah. wide circulation, other me and you might get clipped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe say what? Maybe when he scores a winner against Everton. It's Everson. coming out. I'll give, I'll give the first line at the end as a little teaser. I really like it. Thank I really you. like it. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's a belter. It's got, it's got lols <laughs> as well. Um, oh, is City scored again? Oh, no, it's Haaland's missed one. I don't know why I keep doing this because everybody's here. This knows exactly what's fucking happened. But there's a show with Happy Army. It wasn't perfect, but it would have been really deflated to drop points today. Everyone said it after City. City playing now. We went there to draw, but it only matters if we win. It only matters if we win. And I had them weird sorts of thinking in my head yeah. um, and stuff like that. And, you know, it'd have been really deflated if they didn't drop points today. So the fact that they don't. Yeah. You know, has to feel like the opposite. I think the nature of this this season and this title race, if we can call it that quite yet, is that you've got to just stay in it, just stay in it as long as possible. Yep. And I think that not winning today, even drawing, would have been a massive knock because like, you've seen what Arsenal are doing, they've got them one yesterday. City obviously have gone one down, but they've just scored again. And, you know, let's be honest, they're probably going to go on to win today. So you're in a situation where you just can't afford to drop points to Fulham at home. You've got to win. And yes, you know, we spoke about it before. We love a routine 1-0, we take that every week. But to do it in that nature when maybe we haven't been at our best, maybe we have been a bit lacklustre first half, we can turn around and say, do you know what? You know, there's loads of big stories. We can, loads of people are going to take confidence from that win. You know, yes. said it at the top, but like... McAllister, you know, he's got a, he's got a, a world, you know, and a performance, and it's particularly in the first half, I think you said it, Damien, where he was probably the best player on the pitch, it's certainly in the midfield. You've got Trent, who just looks like he's going from strength to strength. One of my criticisms in the first half is that when we do score the goal, we looked a little bit too arrogant. Like, some of, yeah, the, fo yeah, yeah. Some of the football was like, we were playing like Brazil at times, but, like, you don't need to play like, play like Brazil against Fulham at home. You just need to keep the ball and yeah. do, like, the right thing. And that's where, that's where the thoughts, that's where you get frustrated when Fulham go and score, because you're like, if we would have just done the easy thing earlier on, you wouldn't be in this situation. So I'm glad that we've come through that. I mean, winning in the way that we do is not going to do anything to anyone's arrogance, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll take it, you know what I mean? And I think Trent's the type of player, particularly, who just, like, he's got a lot of stick. And I think that, particularly on his defending, that might be why he does that, like, that the whole shush celebration. That might be what, what that's in relation to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, he can take a lot of confidence from that today. Like, he, he really does look like a true leader now. And even with all the other players, I watched them at the end of the game, he's going over to them, he's, he's hugging them. It's not like they're coming to him anymore, he's not the kid anymore. He really is, like, the, the true leader in this team, and he's it's great to see. He's embracing it, isn't he? I, I, that's it, he's embracing it. And everyone naturally was making the Gerrard comparison, or Willie, Willie Wooney, and, like, I think it's a, it's the best thing that could have happened to Trent this season, personally. I yeah. think, like... When everyone was going, oh, is it too much for him? I was thinking, nah, I think he'll absolutely thrive off it. And he is. Like, I think he loves the weight and he loves the pressure. Yeah, say what you want about his defending. I think we can have that argument all day, any day. There's not a right or wrong answer unless you're saying he's the worst defender on the planet, which is clearly a wrong answer. So I I think it's the, what we're talking about, Liverpool 2.0, when we're talking about players coming through. Actually, he's probably the the sort of face of Liverpool 2.0 from out. 2.0 for me he's been knocking about for ages but he's leading the pack out of all of the sorts of newer lads if you want to call it that he's leading the way now Virgil today as well are, you know I, I thought first half he was leading the game and I'm like feel like we're actually seeing like 
proper leadership coming out now yeah, where we were so worried and understandably of losing massive figures in Henderson and Milner but these two have just stepped up and, and yeah. I think have made it like like it's no issue at all and I think that's a really really good thing yeah no question Virgil was brilliant money he was imperious you know the physical challenges are always there he's calm it's not very calm around him I mean that's a handful as well isn't he? Is yeah he is like yeah I mean there's some good full performances there today but it's reassuring to see Virgil on that path and I think you know he's growing it it's, it's, it, responsibility is a great thing isn't it and it's about having it at the right time and Virgil's overdue to be captain Liverpool could have made Virgil captain as soon as he signed him and he didn't for all the right reasons and he was still a leader on the pitch and whatever but when you're talking about Trent there with his leadership role it's happened at the perfect time you know this this lad's won everything he's, he's a fantastic talent sometimes I think too many people talk about what he can't do and don't understand that sometimes there's a weakness in his game it's not because he can't do it he's been asked he's been asked to play a high risk game and the reason is the trade off he's because he's so good but we're very blessed and me I was with me lad obviously with me lad today as ever and when Trent scored and in, 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 uh, early in the first half he got on the ball again my lad was like that's not the last goal he scored today which of course he's reminded me about since the goal <laughs> and until he but actually and he did buy me that pint of Magnus before so until that moment he kept going on about it but that's the talent that we've got but it, it, it does feel like it's arrived at the right time and he, and he fits the shoot doesn't he he fits the shirt he looks he looks bigger he looks stronger he looks more mature he looks like he's got everything about him we're well blessed to have such a talented player in our club and if anyone does worry about him or underestimate him imagine if he was playing for someone else would you like to sign him Everything about him is perfect, isn't it? You know, and I hope he goes on and um, lifts the championship for us this season. It's a great shout. If we were watching him on telly playing for Bayern in Munich or whatever, you'd be like, imagine him playing for us. Yeah. You would, though, when you show yeah, he Imagine would. having a player like that. We've got him yeah. and we get to watch him up the road every week and it's and, not bad. I know, I couldn't agree more. I mean, like, that's why I'm so um, interested in him going into midfield today because I feel like. It, it gets spoken about so much and, and I've probably been one of the ones who's like well, you, why would you put him in field keep him right back of force the role he played today where he was just switching with Matip particularly in the first half or the early part of the first half he just looked flawless but then he does go into midfield and you get him close to that box and the, you know the right foot he's got on him even the left foot he's got on him he, he, he's, he's good he's good for a goal like all the time and I think that he's been getting one of the criticisms that's been put on him is that he doesn't score enough goals and it's probably because he's not like on the edge of the box enough but just putting him into midfield today as I say it's it's a bit it's a big deal for me I think that's important for us moving forward absolutely I will leave it there uh, that has been the post-match show I just want to say obviously we're putting this out for free so but we're in the Glenbrook Hotel which is just down the road from Anfield we do it every home game here it's a brilliant place so thanks to them for looking after us uh, it's easy to find we've got a big fuck off sign on the back of it uh, the Anfield van which they've helped us out with as well it's also handy for me and Damien because we drink it in anyway don't we mate so <laughs> fucking marvellous <laughs> so Damien's got to walk about 10 yards to his mates now yep. uh, and, and, and his lad uh, to enjoy another Guinness he's deserved it uh, the Reds have deserved it three points today just about and let's see what happens with the City and Spurs game nice one to Andy producing obviously to David to Sean and to Lizzie of the fucking Reds Sports Social Podcast Network